Shalom Lechem I hope that everyone is doing well. It's hard for us to believe that we're holding ready for Parashat Mishpatim and the Shabbos, the Shabbos of Vachim, for Chaydesh Adar, almost like Purim, getting very close to Pesach, and the winter just slips through our hands. The idea that I wanted to share this week in Parashat Mishpatim, that the Pasuk talks about like the Pasuk start, the Parashat starts off, These are the laws that are meant to be put in front of you. And Ash explains, what does that mean? That it has to be given over clearly, in a proper order, not something haphazardly, not something just superficially, it has to be clear, like Ashi says, Just like when you prepare a table for people to eat, everything's prepared and organized, the person can just go to eat, so to hear the halachas, these laws have to be given over clearly. Now, what type of halachas are we talking about? We're talking about the halachas of Ben Adam We're talking about the halachas, the monetary halachas, how people can take advantage of each other, not by damaging them, not by stealing, by not stealing, by not charging them interest, by not taking advantage of all different types of ways, paying your workers on time, <clears throat> making sure not to lie, all different types of halachas that are dealt with the the justice of how we're supposed to deal with our with our fellow friends. Like the Medrash brings down the Pasuk in Tehillim, of Tzadik Tess in Tehillim, the Pasuk says, You founded the idea of of fairness, of, of just, of straight, of, 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 of an idea of a person working with a straight mind. You you created and, and introduced that idea. You are Shep. You, Akadosh Baruch Hu, founded the idea of Yashra's justice and, and a person working with a straight mind to your beloved ones that you taught Kali so that they have to work with a straight mind with a Yashra's. To these laws that you gave to them, all these different laws that we're going to be talking about in Pashat Mishpatim, to that they come to argue with one another. Uvain they mishpat, and that way bringing them to justice, to, to come to the mishpat. And that brings them to peace. Brings them to peace. Now the question is, what, what's the pshat? It sounds like it's from the laws itself that makes them fight, and then they come to, 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 come to mishpat, and then they, they come to peace. What, what the laws make them come to fight? What's the pshat in the Medrash? What's the Medrash trying to tell us? So the Dulu Magid <coughs> wants to answer based on the following idea. He points out that in, in Sefer Dvarim and Pasha Shoftim, it also talks about the idea of justice. The Pasuk says, Shoftim v'shaitim titim l'chabachol she'arecha. There should be judges and officers that are put in every single, in all your boundaries, in all your, in all your, all your boundaries. Rashi says, the whole ear for ear, in every city. Hashem gives to you to all the shvatim, the shvatu as the am mishpat tzedek, and they will be able to judge for the nation a righteous judgment. There's an idea that Israel has to have courts and batidinim and with dayanim in all in all districts in all areas. There has to be a court available, residence available to judge the judgments of Israel. So look like they ask, why is it that the Torah is so careful that there has to be but they need him in every single place. 
something that we don't find in the other nations. Of course, everybody has to have justice. Everyone has to have courts and, and deal with, dealing with law and order. But why is it that the Torah is so careful that you have to have one in every single place, every single city, and every single area? What's the shot in that? So, the Bilderberg explains that there's a very big difference between the laws in the Torah and the laws of the secular world. In other words, in the laws of the, in the, laws of the secular world, you're not allowed to kill. You're not allowed to steal. You're not allowed to do certain things to other people, and there's law and order. You can't, you can't defend and cheat other people. You can't hurt other people. You can't violate other people. It's understood. But when it comes to the Torah, even in each halacha, there's so many things that are offshoots of that halacha. So many things that are connected to that halacha. For example, killing. Right? We're not allowed to kill. In the, in the secular world, we understand killing means murdering somebody. But when we come to the Torah's aspect of killing, that can even mean just embarrassing somebody. We call that shrikh's damit. When a person embarrasses somebody, it causes the blood to rush out of his rush out of his, uh, his system and then come back in. That's why the person turns red afterwards. Right? That's called shrikh's damit, which according to the shayim, it comes out, So, in other words, being that there's so many intricacies and so many details and so many facts that are included in the idea of the halachas of the Torah, so that we need more patidinim around to be able to keep to be able to keep that justice. Whereas when it's just more straightforward laws, they don't need they don't need as much. But what's shot in the Medrash? When if you try to ask a a person who's not keeping the Torah about <clears throat> some of the halachas and some of the things that we have in the Torah, without the Torah, we don't even realize sometimes that we're offending somebody. For example, I'll give you an example. If you go over to a to a person who's not keeping the Torah and tell him that there's an insert to charge a person's ribbit, you can't charge a person interest, right? What's wrong? You, this guy needs money. This person needs money here. He's willing to borrow money with paying back ribbits because right now he needs the money for a loan. He understands the uh, problem. He understands the, the risk that he's taking. But it's just, it's a conscious decision. I'm not forcing you to take to, to, to I'm not forcing you when you need a loan to pay ribbits. That's my condition that I'm giving you, and you agree to it. I'm not taking advantage. I'm not stealing from you. I'm not misleading you. I'm telling it to you as it is. But the Torah understands that when people need money, that that person's not going to be able to be aware of that, and it's going to bite at him and, and take him and, and get him into a place of digging into, uh, sending him into a hole that he's not going to be able to crawl out of. The Torah is being sensitive to those delicate, sensitive understandings of how a person can wind up hurting another person. That we need, we need to be made aware of that. Being made aware of that, we have to make sure that we're paying our workers on time. Being made aware that when when you t- when 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 giving him back his baggage to be able to sleep at night, when a person takes when he you know he, when he doesn't have person's <coughs> left without anything, so all the different details here we're not aware of sometimes. So the Torah makes us aware sometimes that what you want to do now that's not right. That's something that's not mistaken. So it makes us aware. <clears throat> that we're offending people by doing certain actions. Therefore, that's going to bring us to justice. When it comes to justice, we understand that these are things that can't be done. 
that's going to bring the person to peace. Because that makes a certain aspect and a shalva, tranquility, um, between Klai Yisrael, when we're sensitive to, to each other, and we're looking out for each other's welfare to make sure that we're not taking advantage, and we're not hurting, we're not misleading. That's a different, that's a different um, level that we wind up taking out of the halacha. If we realize how the Torah goes out of its way, like even when we said to the, the last, when they had to do the Hachanah, the Kabbalah Torah, so the last Hachanah, the last preparation that they had to do for Kabbalah Torah, like Yuchan Shalevitz talks about this, was, Yichan Shalevitz Yisrael Negedahar, Masih's Parsha, Parsha's Yisra, was when they encamped on the side of the mountain, Parsha's camped by the side of Parsinai, and, and, um, and Rashi says, everyone in unison. The idea of Kali Yisrael, Yisrael, everyone together, one big group together. And therefore, the, the foundation and the basis of that Torah has to be work and, and, and symbolizing and, and being an example of that sensitivity of keeping that after. Well, we have to have an extra sensitivity of who we're thinking about other people and being sensitive to other people. And when we take that and we put that into our various Hashem, that brings the connection to our God much stronger to our Torah. In Hashem, we should be there to be able to become aware of those sensitivities and not just be able to hear those ideas, but to be able to, to internalize and take them into our hearts and be able to, to think about those things and to be able to implement ways that we can avoid that um, that lack of sensitivity sometimes that we could sometimes, even without intention, be offending other people, and with that, be able to build the access and cry so, and that to be the Kadashim Shemayim, that that should be a skuf for us to be able to come to the Gula Shlema that we're waiting for so much, especially these days with all the different challenges that we've gone to, and with that being able to see the Yeshua and the Gula from Hayav Yomeinu Amei. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos, call a good Chaydesh, and go to...